I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. And we've got a lot to get to on today's episode. I know Lou and I are fired up. We've got some, some talking points later in the show. I know Tyler just said we, we had a heck of a start to the show here just a minute ago. This was a great transition for him. But we're going to start with what's on your mind because I think we've just got so many different talking points here. So, Ty, what's on your mind? You look you look focused, content. What, what, what's going on? What's on my mind is I'm a little I'm a little tired this morning. It's Tuesday morning, as you can see. The coffee cup's still full. Lose about halfway down right now, and so by end of show, I feel like I'm gonna have a little more juice into me. We also are getting ready to go live with 31 open hires for 1:37 p.m., which should bring the team to around. 50 people so i'm focused on that right now i'm contemplating this neymar gold kaboom psa 9 that i have of just potentially maybe tasting the market but also maybe holding for world cup next winter those are the things that are on my mind today and also the the wall does look dark the wall looks dark today low light a little gray outside. Going to the U.S. Open tonight. You're going to the U.S. Open tonight? Yeah. That's cool. Mm, pretty excited about it. Lou, I got to say, the straw, I mean, the little sip you just had, it was reminds high. me of the Lando Norris F1. Uh-huh. Is that what you got the straw? I mean, it looks very similar. I would love to have a straw like that. Lando Norris is my, I would say, idol, but I not not fully there yet. You need the double XL. You need a little it's bit like, more life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> He like Blue, holds it at his hip. He like the water bottle. Liter- but like they literally do. It's, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> All right, Baloo, what's on your mind? What is on my mind? Um, I went to the Jets game this past weekend, and it was my first like real life taste of NFL f- of football in general in like two and a half years almost. Is that crazy? Or two years. Yeah, it's so crazy, and um. I just really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to football season. I'm feeling confident in the Jets for now, in where we stand as a mediocre football team, and I'm just excited. Still confident in your bet? Wildly confident. He didn't play, but mm. I'm super confident. I miss Sam. Me too. I miss Sam. Me too. Makes me sad. Yeah. It just hit me. I haven't missed Sam until you said you were at at the game. I mean, we're playing against him in a week. I know. Is that who you open up against? Open up against at we're at Carolina to start. At Carolina, yeah. home for New England. Samson go for four hundred and three tutties, Joe. Brady yeah, we have style. we have the worst corners you've ever seen. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> I hope he goes off. I really do. So speaking of football, I would say that is what's on my mind. Uh, Ohio State football is really my my pride and joy. Starts Thursday night at Minnesota. Opens up with a Big Ten game on the road wow. at night with a quarterback that's never started a collegiate game. Who is it? C.J. Stroud. You saw the built-in excuses, right, Ty? Yeah, I saw that. Because going to Minnesota, Minnesota on Thursday night, opening up game. is a testy. Yeah, and the, but wait, the quarterback one was a big, was a big uh, couching yeah. of like, oh yeah, if we lose, it's just saying, we got to uh, keep it in mind. Yeah, yeah we do. You're not wrong. I mean, the goals, goals this year, right? Win the Big Ten, definitely beat Michigan. And ideally, not lose to Alabama or Clemson in a bowl. That's that's really it. I mean, winning the national catching title would be hell to us. So yeah, you could try winning the Big Ten first. <laughs> yeah, Ty, you coming out? Uh, no, I have. I'm a best man in a wedding that weekend. Who's and and the, my guy is a huge Michigan fan. Buried me. Then I would with definitely the booking. Skip. Buried me with the booking. Yeah, I would definitely skip that weekend. We go to his bachelor party. The The Saturday night is Penn State-Auburn, whiteout. College football scheduling has just gotten weird. Like, opening Thursday night against Minnesota, we open at Wisconsin. 
I mean, Saturday's Georgia Clemson. That's insane. Big game for my dogs. Big game. Yeah, lose a dog. We're, fan a, we're a Georgia family now, so I have no choice. Hey, real quick, we're going to do, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it when we get to the NFL stuff here soon. We'll do the NFL picks. Let's do, let's do college football. We don't ever do it. I like it. Final oh, four and high final four. Let's, let's, let's get some, let's get some picks. Who you got? You guys go first. You're saying who's going to make the playoff? Yep. National title. And then we can do a little Heisman pick. Okay. I've got. Penn State. <laughs> I've got Notre Dame because they always. That's a sneaky pick. People are loving I Notre Dame. I can't this year. stand Notre Dame. I, uh, I really do not like them at all. Anything about Notre Dame, I despise. But I'll say Penn State, Notre Dame. This is crappy. Bama and the dogs. The, the dogs. dogs. The dogs. The dogs. That's terrible. Yeah. I'm going Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. Yeah, I would go Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah, I'll take is an in Oklahoma. So, what? You just took the preseason top Cincinnati's four and put them pick. into the college football playoff? Is that kind of mm-hmm. how you did it? Yeah, yeah, basically that works. That sure. works out usually. So, Ty, who you got in the national title? Who's your national title again? Penn State, Notre Dame. Yeah, Penn State, Notre Dame. Both SEC teams going down in the first round. Yep, catching L's. <laughs> That'd be the worst first national off, championship the of all time. That would be a massive national championship game for like nineteen. Exactly. Neither of them have. Stats. Well, Notre Dame has been. Notre Dame is the most fake relevant team in the world. They haven't won anything yet. Somehow, every year they're like fair. I fair. I agree. They're fair. the mo- they're the fakest popular they, they of get, all time. Get to the big game and lose every time. And ne- I mean, and they're never I, worthwhile being in the game. <laughs> they lose when to USC the last time every Notre year, Dame has like. won every a big BCS type bowl. I think they're zero and seven in the last seven. <laughs> I don't think that, like it's been a while. I can't stand them. Listen, Irish dads <laughs> across the country are fuming right now, but they stink. Notre Dame's a not I mean, a good program. Correct. If they weren't called Notre Dame, Ranking they'd be Notre like eight straight losses in big bowl games. Iowa. Yeah. I think Boise State has a BCS bowl win since Notre Dame got their last one. Because I think they beat Oklahoma with Statue of Liberty. They stink. Statue. What a moment in time. Do you remember who the quarterback was in that game? Boise? For Statue of Liberty? Uh, isn't he the coordinator for the what's it called now for the Cowboys now? Was it? I don't think it was. I thought it was Jared Zabranek. No, it Callum was Callum Moore. Moore. I thought was it was did Callum Moore take over for him. Are you sure it wasn't a Jared Zabranek? Again, Callum Moore. Look it up from deep. I think it was Jared Zabranek. <laughs> yeah. and the running back was Ian Johnson, I think, because he proposed to his girlfriend after the game. He did. It was by the way, it was Ryan's Jared like that. It was Jared Zabransky and Ian Ryan's Johnson. I'm telling you guys, the college football, level. that is my stuff. I we could do it all day. Jared Zabranek. No, I, I thought it was, was after that. Zabranek was drafted in 06 or 07. So that would have been the 06 what Sugar Bowl? That's what the YouTube video needs titled needs to be. Jared Zabranek to Ian Johnson to beat Oklahoma. All right, are we doing NFL predictions? No, wait, 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 we... wait, Lou. Use your national title. I'm going to do a rematch of tonight's uh, of this weekend's game, Clemson, Georgia. I'm going to go Ohio State, Alabama. Again, Ty Heisman Trophy. My Heisman Trophy winner, Noah Kane. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a homer. What can I say? For those that are listening, that is Penn State's running back. Yes, Lou. Who are you feeling? I'm going DJ. That's pretty good. That's a tough pick. It's like DJ Rattler or. or yeah, like, those are the right? top two. Then it would. Uh, Stroud's fourth. I would assume Bryce Young's up there. I don't know anybody. So. Man, I don't want to pick DJ because you picked him. That's probably my, who I would have picked. I'll say Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback. I think he's going to be good. Breaking news. Breaking news. Cam Newton has been released. By the New England Patriots. Let's go, baby. Mac Jones season is here. Mac Jones is the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Breaking news. That, that is breaking news. Why is he going to do that? The podcast is paused. 
It just broke Podcast live. Pause because Ryan is panicking. I'm here to talk to the people. It means nothing. Mac Jones is bad. And so it won't make a difference. Wow. I don't know how I feel about this. I was a little excited at first. Maybe I'm not. Wow, right. Why would you guys release him? He's not excited. The Patriots the make a lot of on audio. Ryan's face went from a crazy decisions. They just they do things different. It's Belichick. He's kind of nuts. He's lost his touch. Makes no sense. He's lost his touch. It's a, it's a real shame. He said trade. Jay said trading for Deshaun Watson. Watch. No, How upset no, would I you be, Lou? Be honest. How upset would you be if they traded for Deshaun? I wouldn't be upset. He's not going to play this year. I don't think. Really, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to trade him. Number one. Oh, I definitely think they're. I I, th- I thought the Miami thing was going to happen over the weekend, and after that didn't happen. I think that was kind of smoke and mirrors from Watson's camp. I don't think they're going to trade. Yeah, interesting. Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson in week two, baby. 2021. Can't wait. Can't Mac wait. Mac Jones is going to be bad. Cam was super, really bad. One year so ago. It's t- not like- sure. Cam Newton did not look very good, man. Cam Newton's. One year ago today, if you would have told me that the Jets would be playing the Patriots and it would be Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones, I would have thrown up <laughs> on myself. We'd have probably asked. You honestly would have said, who? Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even know who Zach Wilson was a year ago. Right, he wasn't on. I mean, that's that's wild. All right, so, All right, so well, let's see. Are Mac Jones cards ripping on eBay right now? It was only what four is, minutes ago. And what is it like? Elite, elite gold standard elements. Leaf flash. Leaf ultimate draft. Leaf metal. Someone was showing me element. Is, is that like a good set? Oh, it's your middle middle tier product. It's only got like. Would six, you call it like a? Would you call it like a B minus set? Yeah. Two autos, a jersey. Every card's numbered. So like every card's every single card box. There's only like six cards a box. Oh, it's a okay. one pack rip. Got it. So why we're on the topic of the NFL? You know, is this an every? I gotta be honest. Is this an every year thing for the Jets? Lou, be honest. It's like every year. Do you have this much optimism, or is it just this year? So I'll I'll tell you. Um, I so my Jets fandom is wrapped. In, it's cloaked in failure. We've been bad my entire life outside of two. There was a two-year stretch where we were good. 09 and 10. 11, we were okay. That was it. 2015, we had a decently okay season, but that was it. Was that like Bart so, Scott, like AFC title game? 2009, 2010 was Bart Scott, Sanchez, Revis, that whole, like when Revis was out of control, all that. So that's my only success I know in football. So I used to be a negative Nancy because my dad is the neg- most negative person of all time. He hates everything. No matter what happens, it's all bad. Black cloud over the Jets, blah, blah, blah. So I instead choose to just have fun and be optimistic because, like, who cares? What's the big deal? We're really bad. We might be good. So that way when we're good, it's going to be extra fun. When we finally are good, it'll be really fun. So I grew up in Columbus, right? And growing up in Columbus and going to school with 90% Browns fans, Every year for 20 years, right? It was, this is the Browns year. Browns got it this year. Brady Quinn's, yeah. Brady Quinn's the answer. Derek Anderson, he's the, he's the answer. Johnny Manziel is the answer, right? It's more fun that way. Yeah, it's just like I heard it for so long, and I'm just like, you'd get halfway into the, the season, and the Browns won, you know, one game, and you're like, this is not yeah. the year. You know what's not fun? Being like, oh, this is so stupid. Who cares? They saw about what's what? The point? Like, wh- being a fan? Just about football. Like, yeah, a fan. It's not fun to be like super negative. Well, that's why I picked Penn State to make the chip. It's like, what am I not going to pick them to make the chip? Yeah. Yeah, you probably But it's should. all, yeah. I mean, college it's a little, is a little bit different chip. than NFL, though. Because, like, college, yeah. if I get buried by Wisco on Saturday, it's like, we're not going to the chip. It's over. Like, you know what I mean? It's over. It's like, so. And no, I'm not going to sit here and pick Ohio State to make the playoff. Sorry. Never going to. Ty, if you could have any of your... Penn State. That's what I thought you said. Lou would be the Jets. It's not even close. Lou, any any team wins of your team's wins, you picking the Jets? Any of my teams? Yeah, like any of your teams go to win a title. You taking the Jets? If I could pick one? Yeah. Jets, for sure. I already have an Astros one. I don't would even you, I don't even have the ability to understand what it would mean, what it would feel like to make the playoff. Like I, I don't with Penn State. Yeah. 
You've made it what one no. time? No, they never made it. They, they got jobbed the, the year that they beat Ohio State. Ohio State went on, which was like okay-ish. Then the next year, I think the opposite thing happened. But the next year, we were up ten on, or thirteen on you guys. Ten minutes ago, Olave catches that ball, cruises down the freaking field. Wasn't it Olave? It was Garrett Wilson. I think or Olave it was, uh, scored the first ben- one. Well, it was, no, it was freshman. Benjamin Victor. Where he, it was, was it Benjamin, Benjamin Victor, Victor where he caught like, it? Yeah, like that. No, and reaching the like this. To undercut him and he just missed Reaching him. sideways. Yeah. Went behind. Yeah. Yeah. Olave wasn't there. It was it was Victor. I thought it was Olave for some reason. Yeah, it was like, and then you guys came to Ohio State one versus two the year I had, or like two versus four. I had season tickets that year and sold that game because we had lost to Oklahoma. It's been bad. And like Barkley takes the, Barkley takes the opening kickback and I'm like, dude, we're done. We're getting smoked. I'm like, two lost season. We're not winning the Big Ten. I just hope we beat Michigan. Nah. And we came back. The best yep. game, top five Ohio State game I've ever watched. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it was awesome. Gut-wrenching. So, yeah, I don't even know the joy that I would. I would actually probably be sad in a weird way if they won. Because then it's like, I, that, I never need to watch college football again. Brian doesn't know what this, fe- what doesn't know. Know this feeling. <laughs> but the feeling of when you win, the sadness that comes after is very real. There's real sadness in getting to the top of the mountain. Brian just wins and wins again and wins again. It exists. There's we lost to Alabama. We got smoked on national television. That's true. You're drowning in Super Bowls. Like it doesn't. You don't have. The, you don't know. You don't know the feeling. We had Cam Newton last year. I'm starting to realize it more and more. You did. You did. No. You did have Cam Newton. While we're on the topic, we got we got to talk about it, right? So Ty, I was asking Lou about his optimism. Is it always that way for the Jets? Let, let's. Who are we picking to to go to the the Super Bowl? We're doing this right now. Uh, yep, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and MVP. All right, so Super Bowl, Chiefs, MVP, Mahomes, offensive rookie of the year, Zach Wilson, defensive rookie. That's actually a, a decent pick. Defensive rookie of the year. I have a sneaky pick. Please don't pick my pick. I am taking the Bears no, not to be the pick. NFC team in the Super Bowl. I love the pick, but not my pick. Very, very good. That's a good pick. Thank you. That's a great pick. I like it's going to be really hard for Zach Wilson and Rookie of the Year while Justin Fields goes to the Super Bowl, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> the Bears stink. You stink. All right. So I was thinking about this. I'm like, who do I want to take out of the NFC, right? Lou's p- thinking. I'm like, you know what? The Seahawks seem like a decent pick. Doesn't seem bad. I like Russell Wilson. You know who I'm going to take to go to the Super Bowl? Even with no running back, the Rams. I have, I found out today that or yesterday that Austin Eckler is like a really good fantasy person. Yeah, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go. I like I like the Rams. Man, there's oh, the AFC's tough. Maybe Mac Jones takes us this year. <sighs> Maybe not. Um, just to be different from Lou, because I, I mean I like the Chiefs a lot. That's obviously a tough one to bet against. I would honestly, J.K. Dobbins doesn't get hurt. I just said the Ravens. That's a good one. Let's let's go out on a limb. Let's say Browns Rams. The Browns Browns Rams. Talented team on paper, man. If Baker doesn't play that bad, like the Browns are good. They got a lot of talent. So I'm gonna go Browns Rams. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm gonna go Trevor Lawrence. That's Trevor Lawrence Fair is gonna play. do big things. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going Micah Parsons. Dallas. Okay. Former Big Ten standout. And then MVP, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Matt Stafford. Wow. I like Stafford this year in, in LA. Interesting. Oh, I didn't pick a defensive guy. I'm doing uh, Patrick Sertan. Mm, it's a mess. I'm going to do a <laughs> Titans Bucks Super Bowl. Titans Bucks. <laughs> He's going to die one. on that Tannehill pick. Titans Bucks Super Bowl. I got my MVP. Ryan Tannehill. My, wow, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. It's going to be Brady. My MVP is going to be Brady, unfortunately. My rookie of the year is going to be your boy, Rye. Fields? Yep. Justin Fields. I like him. I think he's a total gamer. And my defensive is going to be my boy, Parsons. Parsons? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's Parsons is a good one. out of control. I, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't yeah, get good, hurt. But uh, this Now, Lou, Lou you'll, you send this to us. This is funny for all those that are watching for visual. 
It says, Cam Newton heading to Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> so that's that online that? school that got oh, to play like the ESPN thing that got. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The Bishop Sycamore story is crazy. We can't do that here, but that's a wild. That's what the that coach was, has like an arrest. The coach was. has an arrest out for the a warrant out for their arrest. Really? The coach. It's crazy. It's not. It's amazing. Yeah, it was wild. All right, yeah, I don't feel great about my picks. Felt better last year. Obviously taking Rodgers and Herbert, but... <laughs> you nailed it. We'll see. You did not. I mean, Matt Stafford is not as much of like a stretch as Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I think we skipped out on the Rodgers... I don't know. Comeback Stafford, year, like, MVP. has to unlearn a million things to be really good. Disagree with that. Tannehill has to learn a lot of things to be good. Look at their last three seasons against each other. I completely disagree. Derrick Henry has 2,000 yards. And Matt Stafford turns the ball over like it's his job. Brother, he played in Detroit. He's throwing to dudes you never heard of. They played for Bishop Sycamore. You never heard of Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson retired 10 years ago. I don't care. Still threw him the ball. (laughs) Okay, it was like seven years ago, but still. Wasn't he throwing it to Galladay or Galloway or whatever that dude's name was? Kenny G was hurt, brother. He played like six games. Who else? Name one more. I'm just saying to win a Super Bowl. It's about Name not the next the guy ball he's over. throwing the ball to. Maddie Staff. Hey Siri, how many times has Matt Stafford turned the ball over a quarter? On average, one point time, one one time a quarter. Got it. Interesting. We're good with the NFL picks locked in there. Hopefully, I win another year in a row of that. <laughs> but I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't Dallas this weekend. You guys yeah. skipped that. Uh, we did. I was tapped. You out. guys. I just need a little. Couldn't do it. Just couldn't get back down to Dallas. I don't want to call Dallas my second home. And I had to sign a piece of paper that said it was my second home if I went back. So I couldn't do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you guys see anything on social about it? Anything that piqued your interest? Or you're like, I nope, was following your... No, I wish I was there. Post-mortem. Looked like a blast. There's nothing better than being... Did You didn't set up though, right? No. How'd it go? We got a little breakdown? Uh, it was fun. I had a blast, right? So I didn't set up. Um, I think if you set up, you would say attendance was slower, right? Uh, I think that's probably fair. At this point, things are open back up. People are going back to school. It, it's not really a surprise attendance was down. The national was also three weeks ago. So it can't, you know, when it happened, I can't say I'm super surprised there. But yeah, I had a blast. I I love that show. I've been pro Dallas for, yeah, for a have. while since. Since we've started going to that, um, I really enjoyed it. So I had a, I had a ton of fun. Made some plays. Nice. Made some plays. Gonna drop a video here on YouTube. One of our vlogs was going through a quarter box. Ended up being twenty cents because it was five for a dollar. Gonna make a little video about like, hey, what I look for in the dollar boxes, right? Talk a little bit about why this or why that. And as I was going through one of the the quarter boxes, I found a ninety seven Skybox rubies. Out of 50 of uh, Ted Johnson for the Patriots. Old school 90s insert numbered out of 50. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was shown in a quarter box. So that was pretty cool. Was um, it your content? I saw someone at a video that was like found a Mahomes rookie in a dollar box. Yeah, I dropped it yesterday. That's yeah, my dad sent me that. That's, <laughs> That's a good job. Look at Rye leveling up the content. Your dad sent you that video? I, it's a good piece of content. content. Like the headline's good. It's like, wow. I actually spent 20 minutes trying to think of a title and couldn't think of something. And then I was like, boom, this is it. You nailed it. But I mean, like, it's not, it's not like clickbait. I actually did find a Mahomes rookie in a dollar box. I I get it. That's the text right there. And then he buried (laughs) you right under. (laughs) I just didn't want to, I didn't want to reveal our conversation about F1. (laughs) I said, Ryan, this has for F1. Yeah, so Dallas was a move. Found him a home's working dollar box. Found that in a quarter box. Had a blast. Like I said, love that show. They do a great job with it. Excited to go back next time. Hopefully, you guys are there. No, it'll be in heart of football season. Tyler's got weddings. You, you know what, Tyler? I don't, you won't be there because I think the next Dallas show is the same weekend as Ohio State Penn State. And I said, because it's Halloween weekend. And I was like, if it's that weekend, I might go for Thursday and Friday, but I'll be at Ohio State Penn State. So I'm definitely not going to stay for Saturday. Wait. Penn State, Ohio State is not, Ohio, not uh, Halloween weekend. Isn't it the 30th? No, I think it's... It, did it. It's either the 22nd or the 20... I think it's the 30th. What? 
I'm almost positive yeah, it's the it 30th. Is. It's a beautiful thing. What? So are you free? Yeah. He might be back. Lou, Tyler, and Ryan at Ohio State, Penn State? What? I got invited to this now? Yeah, I'm in. in. <laughs> I'll get the tickets if you come. I thought that was you guys. say Michigan's November 13th? I'm a mess. Yeah, you're out of control. That's pretty cool. I've officially disavowed Michigan, so. Oh, really? Disavow. Disavow. Lou, we'll offer an exchange program for anything you want to trade in for Michigan. We'll honor the same thing in Ohio State. Don't do I'm it. Free Don't up. do it. Don't do it. Please. No, no, no. I'm George. I'm, we're a Georgia family now. My sister went to Georgia, True, so now right. I have right. to root for Georgia. Right. I can I can live with that. Go dogs. I have to do that. And Lafayette. My brother committed there. So, like, Patriot League sports, I'm in. I respect Patriot League sports. Some good lacrosse. You should start pulling for following their lacrosse teams. Uh, I'm in. So time might be in. Dallas was fun, but Lou, what 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 kind of was there anything different there? Were you looking for F one there? I did make some. I sent you text. I understand. I'm trying to for the people yeah, for the people that didn't see the text. Chatter. Yeah, there was just no one but us. Um, I don't know his name. He was, they were they were a great table. They were right in the back. They were like right by where we set up. You know, like where we typically set up. It, was a, it wasn't Plaza. Was it Plaza? No, I think he was right next to them. Okay. I don't. I've never like formally met him, but I, uh-huh. there was a guy with some cool F one stuff. So I assume that I and somebody mentioned he was there. So I think that's who it was. He had like uh-huh. a Lando Norris orange auto, a Lewis printing plate one on one. He had some really cool stuff. That's sick. But next to them, they had uh, I'd never met him before, but they had like team bags full of like all these different guys and they were priced like $8 each, $6 each, $5 each, $10 each, whatever. So like I'm going through and I'm like pulling out all the Lewis, all the Verstappen, Russell, Lando. And I'm like, Hey, what can we do on all these? And I, I found some, some numbered, some numbered Lewis stuff. Ended up making a huge play with probably 50, 60 cards. Gave me a fair price on them. Bought all of those. Went back the next day and bought a Leclerc. Is that Leclerc? Leclerc, the people who like Leclerc. F1 are going to tell Leclerc. you Leclerc is not right. Leclerc. Leclerc. That guy. I bought an orange sapphire at a 25. Wow. Nice. So yeah, I bought some cool stuff. There was no, like, I wanted to buy a nice auto. That's still what, like, I just want one autograph. Um, hopefully Dynasty, but there's just, there was not a lot. Yeah, the thing with Dynasty is, you want to talk about limited, F1 Dynasty, like, driver cards are really hard to find. I have like really. Hard. I, I have one box of F one. I've seen one Lewis Hamilton Dynasty in person. I have one box, and it is ripping me up inside to not open. You it. can't open mm-hmm. it. You're gonna get crushed. Don't open it because because you know there's like dry there's like principal cards and like you like all the they. they Do you know how bad I want to open it? I mean, go for it if you want. I, I, I want to, smashed. but I'm not going to. I think you're gonna get smashed if you open it. Yeah, the, the chances are not good, but I'm still like, I open it. It could be the one-on-one Lewis. You know, actually, that got pulled, I'm pretty sure. But, so let's talk about your F1 thing. Talk to me. What? Let me ask you two questions. My first question is, why didn't you just believe me when I told you? And then my follow-up question is, what piqued your interest? Yeah, so when you told me originally, didn't know anything about it. Still don't know a ton about it, but definitely learning. And- Same. And interested in learning. I so I started watching Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. I started at season one. I know you started at season three to learn more of like the newer stuff. I started at season one. I just wanted to like chronological order, want to learn the history and like at least three years ago history. And um, and what made you watch the first episode? Um well Lou's talked about it nonstop mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm intrigued. I told Lou, the production aspect of the cards is super intriguing. Why? You think F1 cards are very, very well produced? Uh, no. Underproduced. Understood. The lack of in, supply yeah. has you in a modern in, in a modern market where there's definitely not a shortage of brands or products or v- number of cards, comparatively, it's a major deal. You have Topps Chrome, which has serial numbered cards, so it has a limited production case count, and and Sapphire, which, uh, from my understanding, has numbered cards as well in each box, which would also lead to a number of cards in the checklist, 
number of potential numbered cards, limited supply. That there's no retail, there's no blaster box, there's no mega. The the limited production is definitely what intrigues me. On top of it, as you start to get into it more, you realize they're on every continent. Like you start with F well, you start with the the drive to survive, and they're in Aust- they're in Australia. Then they go to Spain. It's global, right? This isn't just like one part of the world. This is all over. Uh, yeah, it's just like I watched started watching a race, and I'm like, this is super interesting. They're like teammates crashing into each other. Like I'm just I don't know what it is, but I'm like so fascinated to learn about it. Um, it's just something I don't know much about. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to learn about it and just yeah. Are you hooked? That's yeah, I'm hooked. Right? Did you know that the Sapphire was Montgomery Club only? Yeah, yeah, that's how all Sapphire what's is. What's that mean? So it's like a top. I don't know a ton about it, but like top sells these memberships. They're called Montgomery Club, where you get access to like certain online releases or Sapphire, like Bowman Sapphire, Topps Chrome Sapphire for soccer, Topps Chrome Sapphire for F1. So like the Montgomery Club is like one of the like think of having an allocation, being able to get Sapphire at cost. Through this membership, it's like one of the top perks you could have in cards. You could never get a case of Sapphire F1. It doesn't I, exist. I want to make a False. comment. That a guy gonna... told me he sold two of them at the show. They're 10 box cases. Two of them That's at the, the show. the first person I've ever heard of. He like, had case two of, of them he sold. Again, unless he's lying to me. But is it is it a sealed case or did they ship him a case because he bought 10? It's different. I think it's a sealed Because then there's a case hit. I would, if anyone that's the F1 guy out there, guy or gal, all the knows people about it, I've talked to have told me that there's no such thing as a sealed F1 Sapphire case. What were you saying, Ty? I mean, just this Montgomery Club thing. Where I it's mean, just crazy. when we started talking one. about this, I was like, you know who's super upset about fanatics? People in the Montgomery Club. Oh, they're <laughs> devastated. <laughs> The Montgomery Club people are pissed. I mean, talk about an awesome perk. I wish I had Yeah. So I I just want to say to the people, because there's still people out there who think F1 is a quote-unquote fake pumped market. There's no interest, blah, blah, blah. Ryan Johnson is sitting here telling you, like, just, I get it if you don't. I'm not telling uh, anyone anything. All yeah, I'm I don't want to put words. I'm mouth. intrigued by it. Well, what I loved is how Ryan was intrigued by the market based on real factors, lack of supply, early entry, like kind of thing bubbling up. And then you pair it with, okay, because he could have turned on Drive to Survive and been like, this is what, like, this is not interesting to me. That, that could have been the next move, right? Totally. And then he could have played it as, uh, okay, like, I'm in the hobby. I see this. This is part of my business. I understand the market. But what I'm hearing is he then turned it, it, it said, okay, let me see about this and is enthralled by the actual sport. And see, I'm like, so, and just to keep in mind, F1, super intrigued by. NFTs, still don't do nothing for me. Yeah. Doesn't, super want fair. nothing to do with it. Want nothing to do with it. I don't have any interest in it. I see everybody on Twitter's buying one now. Uh, Bored Apes, like, super cool. Does nothing for Can me. I tell F1, you a story? I'm like, hey, I'm what? Can I tell you a story? Yes. Um, I bought a board. Is it a good story? Yeah. It's for um, it just everyone's insight into myself. I'm joking. I bought a board ape for seven Ethereum, which cost me probably about seven. It was probably like twenty nine hundred. It cost me like around uh, twenty grand to buy this thing. Uh, Sixteen days later, I sold it for twelve point five Ethereum. Uh, I made about fifteen thousand dollars profit in sixteen days pre-tax. Wait for it. That was twelve point five. So I think I sold it uh, for around like thirty-seven, uh, thirty-eight grand, maybe something like that. Um, and that ape currently has an offer for one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars on it. Pain. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and I can Holy... I can stare at it. I can oh. see it. And uh, I just want everyone to have that context. As I talk about NFTs and everything and sports cards and this and that and plays that could be made, I live with that on a daily basis. A lot of times I go to it for pure pain in my eyes. I stare at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I sold three Mahomes National Treasures 9.5s for three grand a piece. They're probably $200,000 a piece now. 
But again, it's what you do with that money, right? And how, you it know, it just hurts. Yeah, it's pain. But it's to be but in the every game. Decision you gotta be in you the ever, game. Every decision you ever, I always say this. Every decision I ever made to sell something or buy something got me right here, and I feel really good right here. Completely so I'll never right. look back and say, "Dang, if I would would have kept Mahomes," because knowing my luck, I'd have kept him, and he would have never done anything. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did keep a little bit. Now I'm like, I'm, every decision I made got me right here and I feel really good right here. Yeah. And I bring it up because um, whether it's cards or, you know, kind of the perception maybe of myself and how I think about cards and my takes on the Panini stuff and people thinking like, blah, 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 like, I don't care about certain things. And then NFTs, everyone just like, if you, if you buy, you make a lot of money and you can't lose. Like, No. To commit yourself to whether it's cards or all this stuff, like invest, like it's real and you got to be able to stomach it and stay in the mix. I don't want to get too far off traffic. Just quick, quick hitter. What is different about the run up on NFTs versus the run up we saw on cards or Top Shot? So I'll stay with cards first and foremost is that. Uh, the, the difference in, I think the run-up is one, just the underlying tech and the ability to innovate. It's so new. It's being deployed against currently right now, like collectibles, like people know about the board apes and then it goes all on down cool cats and then just keeps going. Now there's like ones for 0.1 and those will rise, whatever. Uh, but it's an entirely new, like industry like damien hurst who is an artist that has sold actual real like physical paintings at big auction houses is using this and so those kind of um collectors are coming into it i I would just say the difference is that there's not necessarily a finite form of innovation in nfts versus where cards was like at some point all you can do in cards there's finite amount of licenses that people really care about and there's a finite amount of supply that can really be printed, right? You can't, there's not too much we're going to go in terms of innovation around cards, physical, whereas NFTs with the utility, with these tokens, access, community, there's just a million different things that can happen. So I think demand can continue to increase, whereas like sports cards are around sports. You know, you're not getting a, a Tom Sachs or calls for calls, take calls, for example. Calls isn't making a card to get graded by PSA. That's an entirely like different market. So I think there's more demand and there's more longevity in terms of the innovation around it. Top Shot uh, is different because they're kind of in the same world and I'm not trying to go too far off, but they just flooded with supply. Crazy supply, supply, supply. But one of the real things that I think happened within Top Shot or at least from my perspective, I'm not close enough to Top Shot to say one or the other. I think it's created an amazing community. I think a lot of people are into it. And I think that they're going to continue to innovate on what it means to own a Top Shot. But for a long period of time, if you made a, if you made on paper $100,000 in Top Shot, you couldn't actually get your money. And I think that had a real detriment to the whole thing. Yeah, not being able to be liquid with it makes it unreal. Can I make a quick comment? I think only Tyler's going to understand this. The Tom Sachs rocket launch, like, no, I think the, the whole product is actually very, very interesting. The launch they did in the park where they were shooting off little rockets was a little ridiculous. It left a little to be desired. I, I don't disagree with you. Okay. So, so all- what I will say, though, is everyone that was there. Now, I don't know if it's like because they wanted to be more. Everyone that was there has said the other side that i've talked to everyone that was there said it was amazing form of community meeting people you got this all world artist right here and people that had rockets that launched them were pumped generally people that weren't there i think the takeaway is like wasn't that special so i'm just putting that out there i am not going to be the person who attacks and shits on tom Sachs for anything it's a little it's a they were little teeny tiny rockets that's it All right, we've got to move on. We're a good bit in. Shout out to everybody who's uh, who's made it this far in the episode. But we're going to get into Play of the Week as we get ready to wrap this episode up. So again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. 
I would say if you're new here, but honestly, we're we're 15 episodes into Play of the Week. You've probably understood what's going on at this point. So we're just going to get right into it today. Now, I don't know what this is. So this is 1992 Grid Formula One. I'll read it. So Wire 1515. Uh, I've been listening for two weeks. Finally started following. My Play of the Week took place. Back in June, went to an LCS and found the 1992 Grid Formula One racing card set for $5. And after hearing people talk about how Formula One racing racing card market was taken off, I picked it up. Then I looked up looked it up on eBay and saw they were going for close to $300 a set. I put it up for buy it now for $285 and it sold within eight hours of listing. After fees and shipping, about a $250 profit. Um, so, right, Michael Schumacher is considered to be the, the grandfather of F1. He's like... The, the best of all time after Lewis now in my like opinion. Jo- but, like Jordan? Yeah, think of it like that. That's a fair way to think of it. Um, So his card was in this set. Apparently the card actually tends at a pretty decent rate. Um, So you can grab the you can grab this set for 285 300 bucks. You get it graded. I think, I'm pretty sure Schumacher's are doing around 500 but we could check on that. Yeah, Good I job mean, by this person. Yeah, go to There are plays at card shops. Going in there, five bucks. Knowing what it's selling for, again, being aware that F1 stuff is taken off, going home, listening, you know, and I like this. It says they're going for 300, put it a little less, right? Get somebody intrigued, like, ooh, these do a little bit more. Maybe I'll just go ahead and buy it now, risk somebody else buying it, setting a little bit below the market, taking in rather than putting up for 350 and hoping somebody offers three. I like the 285 to, you know, get it sold a little bit quicker. I like the play. I love the play. Um, I really do love the play because I do spend a lot of time in NFT land and like this, the the arbitrage on this, 250 bucks is super real to just make in a day, like off of, off of walking to someone's shop. And the reason why I say I love it is because like in NFTs, the information and markets are so 24-7 that like the second F1 started bubbling up in Google Trends, there would be these sitting for five bucks and people would just pummel it because they go and seek it out. Whereas there's a, like all these local pop shops have, there's arbitrage opportunities. If you pay attention to internet consumer insights and everything, a lot of sellers aren't. I love this. And play. I think, I think the big thing is, is right. It's like the market changes so much. This is why I always have arguments for dollar boxes and quarter boxes, right? The market changes so much. We have thousands of cards out for sale. There's no way we can go through every single box every single day, week, month and reprice stuff. If you follow the market close enough or a market, you write, you know, Mac Jones, you go to a card shop today, there's a good chance you'll find a Mac Jones that's probably gone up 20% Mm -hmm. since he got named the starter. If you believe in Mac Jones, there are plays out there for Mac Jones at a card shop that were probably priced two, three, four, five weeks ago. It's just, you know, not I can tell you, we don't have the time to reprice everything on a daily basis. So it makes sense if you've got, if you pay attention to the market, there are plenty of opportunities like this out there at shows, shops, or, you know, other card avenues. Yeah. I love this play. All right, Jay, next one. Mm. All right. This is from Fainer Jay. It says, bought this Duncan Kaboom for $75 as one of my first buys on ComC. Seller had it listed for $150 and accepted an offer for $75. Sent it off to Ryan's shop for grading for $20 and got it back two weeks ago. Sent it off to consignment and sold Monday for $711.77. Holy cow. Uh, Sent it off to free up funds for some more footy cards and stickers. All in with shipping, I was around $120 after fees and things. uh, Fees and things. And I'm going to make around $625 take home for a $500 profit. That's pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of things I like about this. First, we got Justin Fainter, Eleanor's dad, college tennis coach. I'm hoping he made some net pro plays. If I'd imagine he was dialed into some net pro plays, especially because then he says, I spend too much money. Second, I love that he's, he's, he's slanging Timmy D for some footy cards. Footy is going to continue to explode i mean cristiano ronaldo is now on manchester united we haven't touched on it we haven't talked about it messi is now in psg the premier league global soccer in general is 
but other than that, I'm actually not sure how I feel about selling this card. I think this is a hold. I don't hate. I don't hate five hundred free dollars. Uh, you can never hate five hundred free dollars. What he said. Can never hate five hundred free dollars. I will never hate five hundred free dollars. I like the idea. Uh, I like this play for the simple reason of, hey, five. I made my made my money. Sell it. Move on. Buy the next thing. Flip that. Make my money. Move on. Ten years from now, if he does this and he continues to do this and flips the money, ten years from now he'll buy this Duncan and he'll buy a couple more of them because he'll have made enough money compounding the money over and over again to be able to buy the Tim Duncan later. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that take. I would also say, uh, iconic set, iconic player. Not sure what type of inventory he's sitting on, but this would be in a five percent of my inventory that I just put away. If you're playing the long, like that, I don't, you know, uh, if all if he's got a bunch of cards or whatever. To me, this card is a is a long term hold. That's just like no, no, you can never talk down on making 500 bucks yeah either way it's a good play jay all right this is from ll cards it looks like it says blow is my play of the week submission about a 2019 national exclusive lamar jackson pink eight of ten jersey number thrown into gold and silver packs not 100 positive on that he is right they were throwing into silver packs and gold packs uh, i purchased for 150 dollars after tax jeez that's cheap at the time of purchase, base concourse PSA nine was selling for one fifty to one seventy. So I felt it was important to, I felt it was important to lose. Uh, at the time, the Ravens were just about to hit the playoffs before they were eliminated. I received an offer for five hundred dollars and declined, in hopes that they would win the playoff game. After they lost, I took it off eBay until the past week. I listed for seven hundred offer and sold for seven hundred dollars with an hour of listing. I find these cards possibly very controversial as it is a rookie put in a 2019 set and the true rookie tied I sold for 700 in July. So I love this play. I have the Miles Garrett one of one pink. Um, I have three LeBrons from select from this set. Um, Panini for two years in a row, put these in there. Actually the first year they put them in there, I hit a Ronaldo out of eight from select ended up selling it for nothing compared to what it's worth now. It actually got a 9.5. Um, I like this. I actually think $700 is too cheap for a jersey number out of 10 rookie. I mean, what would a gold 8 of 10 Lamar do? 4K? 3K? I don't know Lamar's market well enough. I don't know either. Guess? Something like that. I have, I have a question, though. So this is a 2019 or a 2018? Because this is 2019 when he bought it. It is a rookie card that Panini later put in sets. So they put them in like they made rookie. They made like rookie cards from or and base of vets. So like in 2008, like in 2018, you would have had a Tom Brady base, right? You would have had a Sam Darnold rookie. You would have had a whatever. It's a little they, confusing because it came out a full year later. They were printed as rookies. They were just thrown in different sets. They were thrown in national sets. National VIP packs. Correct. Interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. I like him a lot, if I'm being honest. Lamar? Yeah. No J.K. Dobbins? They're sleeping on Lamar again. They are. I sense it. Feel it in my bones. As we've gone forward have, in this episode, have, I feel it. We have at least four months of good Lamar until the playoffs come, and then we'll see. But until then, we have four full months of good Lamar. I like the play. I like the jersey number play. Uh, look, I drafted J.K. Dobbins arguably a little high in my fantasy draft and now he's out for the season um because i've watched him since he was a young chap young buckeye um but at the end of the day running backs are running backs and he wasn't that special in the nfl bold take jay there's like four or five running backs that actually matter right I really likes J.K. Dobbins. Of course so he really likes J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I just think L- Lamar Jackson is not an efficient enough passer. He's not a good enough passer to have a mediocre running back that doesn't do anything for you. Because then you just put 10 people in the box. Lamar- but like, J.K. But Dobbins a thousand- is a mediocre running back. Yeah, there's a thousand J.K. Dobbins. Bro, no. in what world is Gus J.K. Edwards Dobbins? Is are- half as good as J.K. Dobbins. So, okay. He averaged five we- yards a carry. That's a ridiculous thing to say, right? Oh, Ryan. Play of the week from Boston Best One. 
bought 20 of the tops now number 65 jude bellingham with early uh, early holland pushing for 80 dollars graded 10 for 25 dollars each sgc equals 250 Oh, so he paid $25 each at SGC. Sold eight for a total of $393.23 on eBay and Mercari. Sold two at a card share for $65 each. Total sold $523.23. My grading cost plus tops purchase was $330. My profit has been $193.23. Kept 12 raw, still a grind, but have 12 in possession, in possession that should all grade like the others. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like the the Bellingham and the and the Holland heat has cooled off, correct or no? Ty. Well, well, I think Bellingham a little bit. Holland still the super that dude, but it's gonna play out as I believe. I believe it's going to play out as I've long thought. It's going he's to irrelevant. Play out in that Dortmund, Dortmund. Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. He needs, but to he go will, to, right? Like that's what. Yeah, but wait, isn't that, the top Yeah, isn't that the same as everyone win. else? Uh, he will, but he's not now for a year. And most everyone else, including Jude Bellingham, like Jude Bellingham, is on the top national team. My man is gonna have to fight for his life just to ever yeah, play for a now. tournament. No, Again, he'll never. He'll, they'll never play as a country in a, in a in a serious tournament. Okay, gotcha. No, he. Fair. Okay. So like Euro Cup or World Cup, which really matters, and then, yeah, and then the, the okay. If you're not going to do that, cool. Well, you got to be playing big time Champions League the whole nine, and cool. You got to go to Real Madrid. Like you look at some players, and Neymar's never won one. Yeah, but it's Messi just. Won. I guess with PSG, he did. so. Yeah, but Messi isn't that just your same argument international for Holland? Cup. I'm saying, yeah, but I'm just saying, go, right? Like, like it's going to be a year now. He needs to go to Real Madrid. It's going to draw, drawn out. Yeah. His stuff got so crazy. You're not in my eyes. You're not buying Holland for tomorrow. The hype for, got for, so you know, far. Today, ahead. you're buying Holland for twelve months to eighteen months from now. But his prices are even more baked in. And my point is, in 18 months from now, there's going to be a World Cup that he's likely not playing in. He's not going to have won a Champions League, and he's going to have 18 been a months goal, from now he'll be on a different team, for a German team with with more potential. Right? That hasn't. Not necessarily. You don't yeah. think so, Lou? Yeah. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yes, months from now, but like not necessarily. And team. his prices are outrageously high. He's he's priced in. Yeah, he's priced, priced in, in for the so next, like, what's next, the next move, move to go. So like it's hard to figure out what his ceiling is. I don't know what his ceiling is, I guess is the problem. So it's hard for me to figure out what the prices are. What are they gonna be? Like is he gonna have messy prices? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. You know? Good play though. Jude Jude Bellingham bought twenty of them. This was twenty for so he paid 20 he paid four bucks a pop the picture yeah. was epic this was definitely a big moment their picture was a big thing the two of them jude went over to the camera did his thing kept 12 raw made 200 bucks still a grind 12 in possession i only see the value of them actually going south i like the play I don't love the play comparatively. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I also will say, you know, we're not anyone to scoff at two hundred dollars. It's a lot of work for two hundred bucks. Yeah, to and other I, things I like. I also think we have to be very realistic about the risk here, right? I'm very optimistic about SGC. If I have for some time. This is an SGC ten that sold for fifty five dollars, which would imply a nine is likely selling for thirty five, and you're spending thirty to grade it. Mm-hmm. So the if. You know, he says he graded eight of, again, I'm not trying to bash on anyone here, Boston best. I I love the work. But if, you know, if you grade 10 of them and wait, he says he graded 10, he's got 12 in possession. That's, he he kept 12 raw. That's 22, but he said he only bought 20. The math's a little odd here. No. uh, Oh yeah, it is a lot. So we're, we're too high. We got two randomly, but nonetheless, if you get a nine, five, the, the margins just are not there, right? You have to get tens. Not saying he didn't get a lot of tens. He could have, but I think there's a little bit of risk in this if you're getting nines and tens because a nine, you're definitely losing money. Yeah. 
you're losing money on a nine for sure. You have to get a nine five to make a few dollars and you have to get a 10 to make something. So a little bit of risk on this play. We Yeah, it's a low margin situation. Yep. So. Says that card guy won on Twitter. This is our first one on Twitter in a while, I think, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it says pick this up in Chicago in a $10 box. Love the value play. It says uh, bought it with some others and got the price down to seven, eight bucks. Love this. Love already love this. Uh, for the card, put it on buy it now after the show and sold last week for $80. Haven't gotten it shipped because I had held at work today late and couldn't make the post office, but notify the buyer. Small play, but a 10x play. Need that play of the week, W, Jason. LOL. Eh. Doing a little bit of like, hey, I need the, need the dub. Jay. Angling for the dub. He's been grinding to get a mention. So Love I got to respect it. Uh, but Patrick Wisdom. Lou, don't know much about him. He's a he's a Cubs guy, or no, I think now he plays for the Rangers. I someone's gonna someone's gonna tell me one way or the other on that. I don't know. He's definitely on the Cubs still. He had a good start to the season. He's like the new guy that the Cubs fans are excited about. So, but not bad boy. for a first Bowman Orange out yeah, of twenty five. For I mean, it's twenty twelve, right? He was in the minors for a while. That's pretty good, though. I love the value play. I love going through the $10 box, picking out six or seven of them, getting a little discount, 45 or 50 bucks on, on six of them. Love that play. So yeah, I, I like this. And I like how he's, 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 he's upfront about it. Hey, I got held up at work. I haven't shipped it yet. Yeah, respect. Right? Sold a couple, haven't, haven't shipped mm. it yet. Okay. I had to just go check. He did play for the Rangers. Now Gotta be straight up. I want to just make sure I was right about that. Yeah, good play. Is that it, Jay? I think that's it. I think that's we'll it. Let's go through the others. I know nothing about this play, by the way, so. Keep moving. All right, this was first. Who's that in his uh, he look photo? Like an NFL player. High school, college, one of those. Uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe. Maybe he's uh, also I'm picking a Lamar. Because it, it's a different card. I don't necessarily love the idea of a 2018 mm-hmm. car being put in 2019 packs. Man, those I'm are the two I'm debating We've done, the, we've done grid before, though. We've done grid before. Five bucks is pretty good, but... This is tough. These are the two, these are the two I'm debating between. This is tough. I think it's Lamar. That's a serious amount of money. Yeah, I'm going with the Lamar. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going Lamar. I like the Lamar play. I like the jersey number. I like the pink national cards. I think those were super intriguing when they had them. Those are the only place to ever get them. So if you ever wanted to complete a rainbow, like it had to have been opened. Uh, like I'm, I'm very big on that. I love jersey numbered stuff. I like the patience of holding it even after they lose. Yeah, I'm going with Lamar. Lamar is my winner. Is my winner. So Landon ll dot cards on ig with the dub this week all right so that is all we've got for play of the week again play of the week is brought to you by ebay your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles all right so big episode today we got we got some releases this week nothing super super crazy next week will be a much bigger release the only thing this week that is a a real note is going to be black football Typically in the past, it's been like one box, five or six cards, multiple hits, a numbered card, etc. Um, so light week, light week. But yeah, lots to talk about. Good episode. We got we. I mean, we talked about NFTs and F one and soccer and football and Dallas and the dogs. I mean, what an episode. We love the Bulldogs and Jared Zabranski. College football, Jared Zabranski. I mean, the greatest college football player of all time. I think it is the greatest college football player of all time. It's the most exciting play of all time. It's like the greatest new college football play of all time. I don't know, man. Statue of like, pretty Well, crazy. I don't I mean, Duck flew. I mean, the band came on the Who field. Who cares bro. about the... Yeah, the band thing's cool. I know, but the it's band like, was on yeah. the field. He ran over the tuba player. It was like a whole thing. Jared Zabranski. No, but I don't, yeah, I guess I mean, you're right. The band was on the I field. Mean, the band was on the field. The band was on the field. The band was on the field. The band was on I wonder if they're still. I, wonder I if know the running straight to your shorty with the ball in hand I to hope win not. the game. Find out on the next episode of Car Talk if they're still married. That's all I got, guys. See ya. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Car Talk this week. 
please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.